smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi why not mint money is a daily podcast on personal finance that helps you get smart about managing money we help you understand basic money concepts to keep you from making bad money mistakes why not mint money is your one stop solution to money matters so let's get started welcome to your money journey Hi this is Namrata Patel from Mint's personal finance team and in this episode of Why Not Mint Money we will be talking about how to find value in an ever increasing market Value investing is an investment strategy that involves investing in companies and businesses that appear to be trading for less than their intrinsic or book value Value investors believe that long term wealth is created by not reacting to the market ups and downs and instead focusing on the business and fundamentals factors of a company as the indian equity markets touch meteoric heights every day let's understand how investors can ignore the market noise and make the right investment decisions we have with us today rahul shah co-head of research at equity master rahul is a firm believer in value investing and handles three stock recommendation services based on these beliefs of focusing on fundamentals of a company to find wealth creators thank you for joining us today rahul so rahul uh, coming straight to the first question what are the top 5 fundamental factors that an investor must consider before investing in the equity markets that's an interesting question namrata uh, I think uh, when people invest in the stock market there are a couple of ways in which they approach it right uh, approach number 1 is how to find the best stocks and approach number 2 is how to avoid the worst stocks now if you ask me or if you ask uh, you know any value investor for that matter i think he'll say that he'll prefer the approach number 2 because that's simpler easier to follow and i think more effective as well so when i you know take a look at your question from this one vantage point from the vantage point of trying to avoid the worst stocks we have to see what are the key mistakes that people make in investing i think two key mistakes that people make in investing is you know they overpay for a good stock and they buy bad quality stocks so if you avoid these two mistakes if you don't overpay if you don't you know go above board in paying a very high multiple for a good stock and if you avoid bad quality stocks i think 80% of the problems are solved so the key to investing is finding the middle ground where you know you're investing in a decent quality stock but you're not overpaying for it and at the same time avoiding junk stocks so the fundamental factors that you just spoke about uh, you know will have to do with these kind of companies that are in the middle and they are neither very expensive and good quality and they are uh, you know nor they are junk stocks so these fundamental factors would be the valuation of the company of course the pe ratio or the price to book value ratio and in order to figure out that the company is bad quality you need some you know some balance sheet analysis where you look at the debt to equity ratio of the company or the interest coverage ratios these three four ratios i think will uh, be immensely helpful if an investor looks at it if he wants to avoid the two key mistakes that an investor makes so for me you know these Three four factors are very important: the valuation of the company, the price to earnings ratio, trading at price to book value ratio, and to ensure that we don't end up investing in a bad quality company, we have to 
which has the better equity ratio of the company and try and see whether it's up to leverage so that it can survive all kind of business cycles. So these are the four five factors which are very very important in my view, and will go a long way in you know helping you on go to business in the stock market. Right. So you're mentioning these five uh, aspects that you must keep in mind before looking at a stock. And it is said that an investor must rely on fundamentals when buying and rely on technicals while selling. What are your thoughts on that? Okay. Uh, you see, I am a fundamental investor, uh, you know, and I have very little to do with technical investing, the technical investing of traders. There are certain lessons which I think the fundamental investor should learn from traders. And one of the very important lessons is how disciplined traders are when it comes to you know executing sell calls. Uh, a very successful trader or a good trader will have very clear rules on exiting. He will he'll have specific rules. He'll have objective rules. Now another way of looking at this is: Are your selling rules so easy and simple that even a 10-12 year trader can follow? And on the you know as far as trading is concerned, I think the traders have uh, these kind of simple rules that even a small you know trader can follow. Now on the value investing side, on the fundamental side. Do you have these kind of rules? You know, one of the biggest mistakes that a fundamental investor makes while selling is he'll have rules which are very vague and which are very objective. So, if you bring some amount of specificity to the sell rules, uh, you know, if you make them objective, like for example, on the fundamental side, if I invest in a company, I'll I'll have a maximum holding period of two to three years, and if it does not perform, I'll move out of that stock. Another specific rule is if I am investing in a fundamentally sound company, I will exit when the stock doubles from my purchase price. So there is no, so there is no vagueness in this, right? It's specific, it's objective, and a kid can follow this. So as long as you are having these specific rules and these very clear-cut rules, I think it will be very helpful when it comes to exiting your stock. So rather than you know being too subjective and into judgmental when it comes to selling. To the extent possible, try and have specific rules around selling and I think uh, it will help you a lot. Right. So that is talking about the selling and what about the buying aspect? You know, when the market is continuously increasing, how can an investor decide when is the right time to purchase? So as far as buying is concerned, uh, as you said at the you know, beginning of the call that value investors believe in finding out the intrinsic value of a company and then buying it at a discount to the intrinsic value. Now, one of the rules that I follow in my services for my subscribers is that I will buy a company, decent quality company, if it's trading at a single-digit price to earnings multiple or you know low double-digit price to earnings multiple. So if it's trading at a multiple of nine, ten times or twelve, fifteen times as a good quality company, I will buy it. On the price to book value side, you know I'll buy a company if it's trading at a twenty percent discount to the book value of the company. So if the book value of the company is hundred rupees. I'll buy it at rupees eighty or lower. So you need to have a certain margin of safety when you're buying, and have to look for stocks, uh, you know, which are available at a decent margin of safety. And if you had used these principles in the stock market back in March 20, when the market had crashed because of the coronavirus, you would have got on a lot of stocks. Of course, the number of stocks which are available at such valuations has gone down a bit in recent times, but that's okay. Uh, you. You know, you can uh, if you're not finding any such stocks right now, you can sit in cash and wait for the you know market to correct and then maybe get back again. But it's very important to have an upper limit uh, in terms of the price to earnings multiple or the price to book value multiple that you need for the stock. If you don't have that upper limit, if you don't defend the upper limit for yourself, then you know you are succumbing to the market temptation. You'll be tempted to buy stock at any valuation, which I think is not a good habit to have in the stock market. So either you buy below the intrinsic value. 
and have a definite upper limit with, beyond which you will not you know touch the top compartment it's very important to be disciplined in mining and rahul what do you think in an investor a beginner who is just entering the market who probably does not understand how to read a balance sheet or does not understand an intrinsic value of a stock how can that person start investing uh, you know as warren buffett often says that investing is uh, it's not very complex uh, it's simple to follow and i think he should start uh, by following some of the greats of investing you know there's warren buffett there's benjamin graham these people have laid out timeless principles for investing in the stock market and these principles will be valid 100 years from now even and they've done a great job in distilling their wisdom in simple terms and, and trying to put it in a language which even layman can understand a youngster is starting out in the stock market right now you know he should set, set aside a small sum of money try and read as much of benjamin graham you know peter lynch warren buffett as much as possible try and understand their investment philosophy and adopt the philosophy which suits their own temperament which suits their own style it will take time uh, you know but if we start on the right right path then uh, the learning curve which will be that much shorter so follow the greats of value investing try and read they were set aside a small sum to invest create a portfolio of, of your own and eventually gradually i think within a few years i think it will that sort of money start earning good returns on the stock market Rahul, uh, your advice to uh, our listeners would be instead of trying to find a good stock, focus on avoiding the bad stocks, understand the business and valuation of a company, and look at factors like the P/E ratio, price to book ratio, debt to equity ratio, the interest coverage ratio. Absolutely, absolutely, this should be the key point. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today, and thank you for the wonderful insights. It was a pleasure having you on the podcast, Rahul. Same here, same here. I hope uh, your investors take away some concrete learnings from this. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rahul. That's all Thanks. for today's episode of Why Not Mint Money. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening in. We're also available on LiveMint.com, and if you're old school, then do pick up a copy of Mint for some insightful coverage. If you have any questions you want us to address do reach us out at HT Smartcast we are present on Twitter Facebook and Insta and if you want to connect over email write in to us at mintmoney@livemin.com until next time it's bye bye This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast HT Smartcast